Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, Kathy, it's uh, Monday, and uh, it's great uh, seeing you. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Good morning. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had a great, great weekend. Yeah, we did too. Uh, both with our family and uh, enjoyed our time together. And uh, lots of happening in the world uh, these days. You know, our, our broadcast is called Come and See, Finding Truth in a World of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we could actually spend every single day talking about the <laughs> strange stuff that's going on in the world and the uncertainty of, of things going on in the world. But two things oh, true. particularly uh, that I'd like to just speak briefly about uh, from last week, uh, the end of last week and even over the weekend. Uh, one is the economy. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. That um, You know, the stock market has been doing pretty well. Uh, housing is crazy. Uh, it's boom- right. booming all over the place. And basically it's interesting enough uh, it's people with this still this low interest rate mm-hmm. deciding I th- it ain't this ain't gonna last so I gotta go I gotta go buy a house now um, so there's lots of movement and there's lots of now sellers and buyers in the market and uh, right and then secondly is that uh, because of the uh, the chaos of the cities mm-hmm. uh, and that's happening uh, lots of different places in the United States people of those cities, uh, and particularly, this is interesting juxtaposition, is with the COVID, uh, a lot of businesses and people uh, basically worked remote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they realized with the technology available and therefore the saving of time on commuting, for example. Right, right. Uh, and and the uh, concern of social issues about... Um, well, getting COVID because I'm around too many people. Mm-hmm. So it's better to be in a contained environment. So what happened is um, now businesses have realized and the people in who work in businesses have realized, um, well, I like, be, I like being remote. Right. Uh, and it works fine. You know, and yeah, periodically we need to get together, but um, uh, I'd rather not. And, and so what it did is this. Um, since I'm going to work remote, well, then I can live anywhere I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to stay in the city or even near the suburbs of this city who is having its own problems with rioting right. and uh, social uh, uh, degradation and uh, uncleanliness and murders mm-hmm. and, and crime. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go to some other state. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go sell my place here if I can. Uh, and they'll, they're selling it for whatever they can get. But I can go buy someplace else, just a cheaper environment, and right. get, a, get a really nice place. And I'll just, I can stay with the company mm-hmm. and I can, I can work there. Work uh, remotely. Work yeah. remotely. So that stimulated this housing boom. Um, and the, uh, 
the, the economy has been bumping along pretty well. Mm-hmm. Well, last, last week, uh, they published monthly what's called a, uh, and the U.S. does this because they keep track of uh, unemployment rate and then people who get new jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and here's how they do it. And, and all of you who have, who have gotten a new job, I don't know if you remember, but you fill out a form called a W-4. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a W-4 form is, here's my Social Security number, here's how many deductions I want to take, and it's registered with the U.S. government. Right. As you're now an employee and going to be receiving income mm-hmm. as an employee, um, and now they know your name. Okay, you got a new job. Um, and they and they receive that, and it's all electronic, uh, and they can total it up. Well, the expectation, uh, having now moved moving out of COVID, is we were going to add a million jobs this month. That was what hmm. the expectation was. The report came back; they only ordered two. They only added two hundred sixty-six thousand. Uh, wow! It's a huge shortfall of what's going on, and part of the the the, the two reasons for that is one. Um, People who are re- still receiving unemployment benefits, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and this is interesting because one of my friends, and we'll have him on, by the way, Kathy, as a guest sometime, Casey Mulligan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a uh, economic professor from the University of Chicago, and um, he worked uh, uh, for both the Bush White House and the Trump White House right? Uh, as an economist. And when they were going through their stimulus, what's called a stimulus check, mm-hmm. Um, he advised them along with others that the way you're doing it is actually incentivizing people to not work. Right. Yeah. Uh, And that reality is playing out. You know, I know my husband, my husband would hire five new people tomorrow if he could find them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was on a plane with someone just the other day who has a construction business and he was sharing how his limit right now, he's limited by two things in building houses. The demand is there. The yep. supply chain is interrupted yep, yep. greatly. So that's another factor going on in the economy. And there are not employees to be found because truthfully, so many of them um, are are incentivized to stay home at this point. Right. That's right. You right. know, there, uh, that's a reality. Right. And so um, they've got to, you know, we'll see how the government reacts to that. But, um, and then the stock market is reacting negatively. And mm-hmm. uh, what all that means uh, and again, from our perspective, uh, it just is so. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it's trying to show us as the Lord gives us wisdom and insight is um, don't trust any system or the mm-hmm. way a system looks like it might go because the forces in the world and the uh, the interaction now globally of things can dramatically impact uh, my ability to work and earn income. Uh, And so the key is don't make any assumptions at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's gonna be great, it's gonna be awful, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. The answer is, well, no. Um, It's gonna be variable and there's gonna Mm -hmm. be surprises. And yes, there's gonna be dislocation, Uh, but God can guide you and lead you individually Mm-hmm. To get ready for it, get prepared for it. Uh, he's going to ask you to do th- things that are already truth. For example, mm-hmm. uh, don't spend more than you make. 
<laughs> uh, don't go into heavy debt except a, maybe mm -hmm. a mortgage and a car. Uh, save money for a rainy day. You said the wisest animal on earth, this is uh, uh, Proverbs 6.6, 6, is the ant. Mm. Why? Stores up. Because <laughs> they know winter's coming. So right. I store up in the summer and I know winter's coming. You know, so you said be wise mm -hmm. like the ant, store up. Uh, make sure you tithe. Mm -hmm. He said if you tithe, uh, Malachi 3.10 uh, through 12, by the way, is I will promise you to fill your storehouses and I'm not mm -hmm. going to let Satan steal it from you. Right. So there, there are things that he tells us fundamentally, are you following already the truth that I've right. given you? And then specifically, I'm going to alert you uh, ahead of time because as just we saw with the jobs report, um, it's chaotic because it's dependent uh, on forces now beyond just normal economy. Uh, right. There's government intervention. There's things that are going on here that only God knows and we don't. So don't, don't trust it. Mm -hmm. uh, don't be afraid of it and don't be in fear of it, but, you know, listen to God. And the second thing that, that happened this last weekend actually is um, Israel uh, and the Palestinians had a huge uh, mini uh, skirmish. Uh, I was hoping you were going to talk about this because I know I should be paying attention to what's going on over there. But to be honest, I don't have the background knowledge fully to understand everything that goes on in Israel and the Middle East. So yeah. I love when you bring light to that. And yes. I think there's other listeners who will too. Uh, in Israel, um, there's a place called, uh, and, and my wife and I have led tours there, uh, it's called the Temple Mount, mm -hmm. uh, which was the location of Solomon's Temple. Right. Uh, which, by the way, he built, was beautiful. Nebuchadnezzar destroyed it. When, mm -hmm. when Jeremiah, remember, said, if you don't repent, you're going right. to get destroyed and the city's going to be burned. Well, it was. It was. Right. Uh, they didn't repent. Um, uh, and, uh, and God gave, uh, gave a message to the, what's called the remnant at that time, by the way, was, mm -hmm. uh, okay, um, you, you haven't repented as a nation, so you're going to receive this uh, judgment. Uh, but I'm telling you, remnant, if you have a heart to hear me, mm -hmm. um, I will protect you. And I will give you a grand covenant life, even though you're going to be captured and taken to Babylonia. Right. Uh, and yeah, and peace in the midst of trouble. Yeah, peace in the midst of idea, trouble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so a bunch of them, uh, and he said, don't fight them. Surrender and go with me. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, those that fought and didn't believe God all got mm -hmm. killed. Mm -hmm. uh, and these are God's children. So this is why we got to be careful, yeah. careful not to say, ah, it'll never happen to me as well. You ought to consider uh, that God's invitation is is by, are you willing to walk with me? I'm not going to force right. you to walk with me. And just mm -hmm. because you're my child uh, doesn't mean that you'll receive the, the covenant life. It's going to be you have to fulfill your part of the covenant, which simply right. is, are you, are you willing to go with me? So mm -hmm. um, then he said to the remnant, uh, if you go, again, you will. So don't fight them, but surrender. Mm -hmm. And then the remnant did. Uh, and by the way, that included... Uh, a cast of characters that we know well out of the scriptures, Daniel, Shadrach, mm -hmm. Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, and we get, to, we get to find out about their grand life that they had. And, and when we read the book of Daniel, we, we again, we tend to think in days and weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. Daniel's book uh, was over 60 years. Was it really? I didn't realize yeah. that. And he, he went through four kinks, four different kinks. Mm. Um that he lasted through and became a, a senior executive, basically, 
where he he didn't fight the system. Mm-hmm. And the only times he was asked uh, was when when you're asked to violate your faith, stand up. Stand on truth. Um, yeah. And let the consequences be mine, God said, and trust me for the supernatural. Mm-hmm. And in each case, he saved him and his friends every time because uh, they basically adopted the the system of that time. But when it came down to, well, you comp- are compromising your beliefs of truth, they said, well, I'm not going to do that. And, I, and I'm, I'm right. willing to accept the consequences of that. And God said, watch what I'm about ready to do now. Mm. Uh, and we see these five or six experiences. And again, we tend to compress them into, mm-hmm. I guess that happened over a month or two or a year. And actually it was over 60 years. Right. So he had a few few challenges, he and his friends, but mostly he lived this this grand life. Uh, so um, when that temple was destroyed, uh, then Zerubbabel uh, was given the, the uh, chal- uh, challenge by God, go back and rebuild the temple. Mm-hmm. And he and Ezra did. And by the way, there's lots of great stories about that because uh, it didn't happen overnight. And uh, Cyrus, you know, who people hold up as, you know, some great example of, of a godly man is, was he used by God? Yes. But he also stopped the construction. Right. Um, he allowed it to start and then he stopped it and we never hear from him again mm-hmm. uh, in terms of doing anything for the, for Israel. And uh, the people got distracted. And the people, and the people themselves got distracted. Yeah. So um, Cyrus isn't some great, you know, man of, of God. He was used to start it, but you know, it's, it's over exaggerated what what people attribute mm-hmm. tribute to him. Um, and then um, uh, Nehemiah was asked by God, "Okay, mm-hmm. you got the temple there. Uh, go back and build the city and the wall because it still doesn't have any economy." And right. and so he said, "Okay, I will." And great story. We can we can get into that sometime. Um, so he built it on the same spot, uh, what's called this Temple Mount. This is the Temple Mount. Temple okay. Mount. Um, and then Jesus comes along, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and if you remember what he told uh, everybody, uh, I have come, you know, to to show you new life. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this temple is going to be destroyed, right? Um, and of course, they said, "Ah, no, it'll never happen again." Well, in seventy A.D., it happened again, mm-hmm. uh, and the Romans. Uh, came um, and I don't know if you are you familiar with the story of Masada, for example. I don't think so. Uh, Masada was a was an uh, an enclave of of uh, really faithful believers, and the Romans first went after them, and they were it was up on this huge uh, mountain, mm-hmm. uh, and they couldn't get to them per se. Uh, so they built, <laughs> and they're they're stuck up there, uh, and they had already built. Uh, gardens and things so they could exist mm-hmm. but they can't get off of it because they've surrounded by the romans oh interesting but the romans okay. couldn't couldn't get to them so what they did is over <laughs> about six months they built a road from the base of the mountain up to the top of it mm-hmm. um, and now they could get up there and now when they realize okay they're going to make it up here uh they went through a uh you know, and I, and I'm not saying this was sanctioned by God at all, but they uh, went through basically took the entire community, and they killed everybody themselves. Wow. Um, and they wound mm-hmm. up with with uh, and they gave it to the ten elders, 
uh, and they killed everybody uh, willingly. Everybody, I'm willing to. I don't want to get killed by the Romans. I'm gonna you know, let's get killed by ourselves. And then the ten. <laughs> okay, what's going to happen to us? Well, okay, let's draw straws, and one of them, you kill the other nine, and then you kill yourself. Um, and wow. That's, and that's what happened. So by the time the Romans were coming up the road uh, to the top of that mountain, it's called Masada, and you can go there mm-hmm. and visit it, and you can see it. Um, yeah. They, uh, everybody was dead, mm. uh, and that started the um, uh, the takeover in seventy A.D. And they went from Masada back to Jerusalem and started attacking everything and and burning everything, and they destroyed the temple again mm. uh, in seventy A.D. Uh, and so okay. the the second Solomon's temple was destroyed, uh, and you can actually see there uh, because there's still the Temple Mount, but there's a whole section of the basically the blocks, the huge, mm-hmm. enormous blocks that are left from that destruction, and they're still laying there uh, off to the, off to the side of the okay. Temple Temple Mount. Uh, so um, over the next, you know. 2000 years uh what happened is that you know there's islam rises up mm-hmm. uh and muhammad and they say you know we're the true god not you uh and so now there's a battle and by the way theologically that's isaac and ishmael i thought that came that's where that came from yeah right? uh so uh, abraham and isaac are the true recipients of the covenant mm-hmm. and um uh, Ishmael is uh, the, the the son of the bondservant. That, right. by the way, you can read about this in in Galatians chapter uh, four and five. But it basically says um, we as believers have to cast off the bondwoman and her son and live the life of the spirit. So it became a symbol mm-hmm. of the flesh versus the spirit. Oh, uh, but now there's enmity. So the Arabs are from Ishmael, and okay. the and the Jews are from Isaac. Uh, and Jacob. Uh, so there's a natural battle uh, that's actually behind it is principalities and powers right? that are trying to overthrow the true believers, Jews mm-hmm. and Christians. Uh, and um, uh, and I'm not saying a Jew is a true believer. He's got to receive Christ as his Lord and Savior. But right. the Jews are a chosen nation of God and will become believers you know, in the end times here. Uh, so the Palestinians, what's called the Palestinians or the uh, the, the uh, Muslims who are against Israel are in constant battle. And so what happened right. after Muhammad is that they started building mosques and they took over Jerusalem mm-hmm. uh, and won over the city of Jerusalem. So now the Palestinians, the, the, uh, the uh, Muslims, basically are running Israel where Israel was. And, it, and it's, not right. called, it's not called Israel anymore because... They were all spread throughout the world uh, because they didn't have a nation anymore. Uh, but they remained true Jews, interesting enough. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, well, in 1947, uh, and this is true, and again, we, sometime we, sh- we, could, we can go back, and actually we will do some history of this because we're going to have, Kathy, um, as you know, we're going to have periodically what we call uh, end warnings and signs of the end times. Right. Uh, so we're going to have a day like that, maybe every three weeks or so, and then we'll start getting into the detail of this. Uh, right. But through England and what they did for Israel, um, they they set up an embassy and then they started to allow 
Uh, actually, Christians uh, were part of it from England, and then they started to have a hospital and let mm-hmm. let the Jews return, not as a nation, just come back. Okay. Well, in 1947, uh, England, mm-hmm. after World War II, sponsored with the United Nations uh, to let Israel return back to their land. Uh, so in 1947, uh, through what's called the Balfour uh, mm-hmm. uh, Act uh, was they uh, got to have actually they could set up in Israel again and now you're a nation so you have your own sovereignty you're coexisting with the Palestinians okay so the Palestinians were still living there at that point. they were still the living there said, but Israel you can come back the United and... Nations forced them to uh, relinquish control uh, okay. over part of it not all of it but part of it um, and so now they're coexisting and they are a nation mm-hmm. again. And of course, Jews from the world start coming back. Well, um, in 1967, um, it's called the Six Day War. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1967, uh, Israel f- uh, faces a, a Jehoshaphat moment. Mm-hmm. And that is that, um, you know, Iran, Iraq, Jordan, uh, Egypt, um, Lebanon, they all decided we're, we're not going to tolerate them being here. We're going to, we're going to wipe them out. Um, wow. and they all came against them mm-hmm. and, and the Jews, you know, were overmatched, overwhelmed and had no shot, mm-hmm. but miraculously, uh, and again, I'll, I'll try to get, um, a guest on that can give us some detail about this. Yeah, I'd love that. Uh, but miraculously, in six days, they completely destroyed and mm. and and won the war. It was, it was literally a six-day right. war against the Muslims. Wow. Uh, and they, not only did they retain themselves as a nation, but they then captured back all of the land that God had given Abraham. Mm. And that's why 1967 is such a critical thing so that when people hear about the, uh, the uh, fight over this and the United mm-hmm. Nations as part of it, uh, our government, uh, it goes back and forth between supporting it and saying, right. no, no, you got to give up land. You got to have what's called a two-state solution. Um, but they took over the land and got their original land back. Uh, and now okay. every, everything became Israel underneath the uh, leadership of Israel government. Well, did Israel allow the Palestinians to remain living there? Or yes. did they? Yeah. Okay. So, so yes. Sorry, uh, inter- I just need more understanding. Yeah. Interesting thing happened. Uh, and this goes back to the Temple Mount. Mm-hmm. Um, is, uh, the Muslims uh, have a strategy that's called co-opting uh, the, the place that they conquer. Mm-hmm. Uh, either in uh, the holy sites and or a significant place. So what they did is, guess what they did? They built a mosque at mm. where the temple was. Where the temple, I did know that. Yeah. yeah, and it's sitting, right now it still exists and it's hundreds okay. of years old. Uh, it It sits over the very same place that the temple was so that mm. the holy of holies that was in the temple is now under a place called the the the, the mosque there, uh, and so at the time of the sixty seven war, the 
the Jews had the power, the authority, and the and the ability to say everybody out, mm-hmm. and we're taken back over. And and interesting enough, could have could have destroyed that mosque and, and rebuild the temple. But oh, wow. uh, the prime minister at the time, Ben Gurion, uh, said, "Well, we're peaceful. We don't want to cause trouble. So let's co let's cooperate together. We'll let you keep." the mosque on the Temple Mount, and we'll let you have land here, and you can occupy it. It's called, you know, uh, their occupation, and it's called the Left Bank. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Right. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, And so they did. Uh, And so they were getting along, you know, for quite a while. And then the Muslims, uh, the the extreme Muslims over time, had what's called infatata, and that is, eh, we're not going to coexist anymore. We're going to wipe you out. And they've yeah. started. They've tried to come against them. Well, they never have succeeded. Um, and and Netanyahu, who's interesting enough, currently the prime minister, there they've gone through four elections, and still mm-hmm. haven't elected a government in the right. last five years. So they're still in that position of they don't have a formal government, but Netanyahu is still the prime minister. Uh, okay. And so um, he's never given up property. He's never given up land because he's so strong about biblical truth. I can't. Okay. I can't do this. Well, there's a fight for that. And so um, the Palestinians, what they call uh, uh, one of the holy sites is the Temple Mount, where the mosque is. Mm-hmm. They co-share that, uh, where, yeah, they let them be in the mosque, and they both have military personnel up on the Temple Mount, uh, kind of holding mm-hmm. each other without, you know, you, you can't take us over. Neither so one is there of any remnant of the temple still there too, no, or is no. it just the mosque is there? No, it's just the mosque. But it is still a sacred place to both. It's a sacred place to both. Um, okay. And the Jews, uh, uh, actually, they have a tunnel underneath it, and they go in there and pray mm-hmm. that oh, you know, wow. someday could we you know, have this back. Uh, and interesting enough, the one side of it called the Western Wall uh, is, is called the Wailing Wall. Okay. I'm familiar uh, with that. I didn't realize that's yeah. where that was. And that's split okay. between men and women. And you go and you can put your little prayers in the uh, crevices and people mm-hmm. go there to pray all the time. And above that, see, is the Temple Mount on, okay. the, on the top of that. And, and so there's been some skirmishes even there where Jews would be praying and, and Palestinian guards would shoot at them. Mm. Um, and of course, they would, you know, they would fight back. Well, uh, so now they're coexisting. And there's there's called settlements where the Palestinians have settled and the Jews have settled. And Netanyahu has been promoting the Jews settling in those places. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the Palestinians are upset about that. So this last weekend, uh, there was uh, two things that happened. One uh, in, the, in that place. One was there's fighting at the Temple Mount. Okay. Uh, where uh, soldiers, some soldiers were killed and, 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 and on both sides were injured because the Palestinians are trying to uh, rebel against the settlements. And okay. we're trying to settle it and you're settling in our same place. And so there's lots of tension there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing that happened is uh, one of the Palestinian groups, or actually one of the Muslim groups called Hamas, uh, is basically functioning. They function out of uh, the edge of Egypt, south. Okay. Uh, the guy that was called the Gaza Strip, right? Uh, right. Okay. And um, 
over the weekend and today, even this morning, they launched um, multiple rockets, missiles against mm. is against Israel uh, in a big, big way. I mean, usually okay. yeah, a few go in, but they did it in a big, big way. Okay. Uh, now, uh, Israel has been given by God a technology called the Iron Dome. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, and and I got to see it and be and observe it, and it really is this: um, is they they came up with this technology in a sense using video game technology. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Uh, and so what they do is they have these uh, uh, stations. They <laughs> they hired uh, in in Israel uh, all men and women between mm-hmm. the ages of eighteen and twenty two have to go to the military. Right. Right. Okay, well, they found out that they, they really knew how to run video games. <laughs> so um, true. <laughs> uh, they, they, they selected him and trained him. And, uh, and so what happens is if a missile is, is, comes up, um, the technology does, first of all, it decides, is this going to hit a uh, populated area or a rural area with no population? Mm-hmm. If there's no, if it's not going to harm any people or any major city, they don't do anything with it. They just let it hit because they don't want to okay. waste. They don't want to waste their missiles to to, to right. go after it. To not really uh, defend something. Yeah. If it's going to go and hit people or hit hit population or or cities, then it alerts the the guys running these video games, and they shoot them down. And it's with joysticks, and they they shoot them down. Wow. Uh, and it's like 99% effective. Well, Hamas this last weekend, what happened was, and again, because it happened, hasn't happened in a while, you can imagine that these kids um, who are used to, yeah, periodically it comes up and yeah, I get to shoot them down. Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't been used to a barrage of them, you know, like right. 30 of them at a time. And that's what happened. They, sh- they, they shot 30, 40 at a time. And they couldn't get them all, and mm-hmm. they and they did hit. And so some hit. They hit. Yeah. They hit houses. They killed uh, Jews. They killed Jewish and children. Several innocent people, right? Innocent people, yeah. Jewish kids, and that just happened. So the tension mm-hmm. has raised, and you can, and you can, and here's Israel's philosophy. I'm not. I'm not attacking you. Mm-hmm. But if you attack me, you I'm. I'm. I am going mm-hmm. to take care of it. And mm-hmm. there will be, and we can read, and, and this is, uh, you know, we're taping this uh, a week early so that um, over the next week or so, we'll, we'll see. You can see in the news, mm-hmm. Israel did X, and they came back out against them. And then it'll be determined, okay, does Hamas say, oh, yeah? Well, we're going to raise the stakes, right. and then this, are the stakes being raised right now in mm-hmm. front of us? So um, as you look at that in the world, and this is, again, something that can impact us, is that, well, we're not directly involved, mm-hmm. but what happens there is, first of all, theologically significant, which we'll talk right. about, but um, it can have grand economic impact mm-hmm. of all of a sudden because of what happens in Israel, and, and if there's a big battle and war that develops, um, it's going to change oil prices, it's going to affect our right. economy, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Which there's already some things impacting oil and gasoline prices that just happened this past week as well. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there you Cyber go. Cyber attacks. There. Oh, that's I mean, right. There's a lot going on. That's there's right. There's a lot we, we going on even, to pay attention we to. We didn't even talk about that. That's another thing yeah. we can talk about is that um, uh, this last week, 
uh, it's called the Colonial Pipeline. Um, mm-hmm. And they're a whole system that provides uh, oil to all over the East Coast uh, from uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what happened is a cyber attack, uh, and they believe it's groups out of Russia. Right. Which that, we're finding we're very vulnerable to. Yeah. This isn't the first one, yeah. you know. Um, and so they uh, interjected a, a uh, bug and a, you know, some uh, malware, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, and it shut it down. Yeah. Um, so the ability to now supply oil is being restricted. And, of course, mm-hmm. immediately our gas prices go up. But right. uh, they think they can get this resolved. But, again, they're not fully sure. And, see, it wasn't just like a city. Mm-hmm. This was the major system of the East right. Coast. That Which shut actually, I was going to say, it supplies down. the entire East Coast. Yeah. So we immediately saw our prices go up up here yeah. in New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. That's why to have uh, have good storage and <laughs> have plenty of, have plenty of gas and oil because uh, you know you can maybe outlast it. But um, uh, that's the kind of thing that uh, everything's going okay. Let's say, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, because of technology, because of a war in, in Israel, because of what's happening with government intervention, these things start to impact right. the the efficient and smooth running of an economy. Mm-hmm. And, and then ultimately, uh, as a believer, uh, I'm part of it. Right. And I get, I get impacted by it that literally within a week, what I thought was going to happen and was, mm-hmm. was a, a, a certainty of my mind is completely changed. Right. Um, due to circumstances beyond my control, but I'm affected by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what we're trying to say on this show uh, is that kind of thing is going to is going to increase mm-hmm. the very variability, the events, the things that change things overnight are right. going to con- continue to increase so that we can't make any assumptions of, well, I believe this is certain mm-hmm. um, and this is this is what's going to happen. But rather uh, it goes back to. Uh, a truth that God speaks. This is in uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven to fourteen. But He says, "I know the plans I have for you," says mm-hmm. the Lord. Plans to give you a hope and a future, not to harm you. And that was spoken in a time when Nebuchadnezzar was going to come and take him over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so God says, um, "The world, which is what we're trying to help you understand, is the playground of the enemy." and under the control of the enemy, and it's is kill, steal, and destroy. And that mm-hmm. really hasn't changed over the centuries and the decade and the millennials. Uh, and then what, he's, what God is saying is, yes, you'll get affected by that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be exempt from that because you, you are in the world. Uh, I'm not taking you out, out of that world. I'm putting you in the world. But you can live in my kingdom. And in my kingdom, I can resolve all of that regardless of what's, what, what is being affected with mm-hmm. your life, how to get you income, how do you get you stability, how to have you enjoy life in the middle of that chaos. Right. Um, and in fact, that passage that you quoted, you quoted the first verse of it, verse 11. Yeah. But I believe if we continue on in that, it talks about, you know, that you know, these, are, these are promises and plans he had for us, but that, that calls us back to prayer, essentially. Right. 
Right. You know, and, and that's a lot of what you've been talking about too, is teaching people here. It's so important teaching us to abide and to go to him in prayer and okay, yes, this is happening. What do you have to say, father? Yeah. Uh, and to and, continually go to him in that. And, and so if you can you know, go on to that a little bit. No. Yeah. Because um, that is the second piece of that verse uh, that my people yeah. are called to seek me. Right. I'm, I'm saying skip that part. A lot yeah. of times they sit on the promise of verse 11 and they never read what our response in the rest of the passage is to be. Yeah. Uh, and the way and the way you could look at this is uh, and the key word of that uh, is uh, in the Hebrew. It's my thoughts and my plans. Mm -hmm. um, it's what I've got ready. To fulfill for you. Mm -hmm. um, if you have a heart to seek me and walk with me. Right. Uh, and so it would be similar to this. Um, and you've got, you've got children. Yeah. Um, and you could say, um, well, I've got some grand plans and thoughts about what would give you a grand life. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I've, I've saved up money. And you could say, you know, you and Dan, you could say, well, I've saved up money to provide your college. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I need you to stay involved with uh, Christian community and learn to walk with God. Right. And then when you get out, I'm going to pray through and help you through finding a really great job and make sure that you get into something wonderful, uh, that you marry somebody that's a believer and has a mm -hmm. heart for following me too. He's, and, and you could say, that's my plans. Those are my plans. <laughs> Those are my plans. Now, um, and we all probably are listening to this can say, well, I had great plans for my kids, but it didn't happen. You know um, why? Well, because of free will. Mm -hmm. uh, and your and your kids could say, well, yeah, sure, 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 but I'm going to go do what I want to do, and I'm I'm not willing to follow you right. at all because I think I can do this better. Okay, and you say mm -hmm. I can't force you to. Uh, I had a plan for this, and I could see what mm -hmm. could have been, but you went the opposite. Right. Um, and so when God says, I have plans for you, I have thoughts for you, plans for hope and a future, not to harm you and to give you the covenant life. See, it's mm -hmm. not a guarantee. Right. It's it says I've got the path yeah. ready to but deliver we have to, to choose you. to step into it. Right. And again, we kind of talked about this, but um, think about what happened with those that were in Jerusalem. Mm. Uh, God made that statement and he told Jeremiah, speak that truth. Um. And by that time, by the way, when he spoke that, um, he had already told Jeremiah, uh, and this is in uh, chapters uh, 12 all the way through 29. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, stop praying that they would repent and then I would change my mind. I'm not changing my mind. Right. Uh, they've already passed that point. Nebuchadnezzar mm -hmm. is coming. Mm -hmm. uh, so don't even pray against that because that's, right. hap that's happened. He said, what you need to do now is appeal to the remnant mm -hmm. that has a heart to go because just because they're my children, they actually are still in danger. Now I have plans. Right. And it's available to all of them. Okay, what happened? Um, as, they, as we approach the end of Jeremiah, uh, Nebuchadnezzar's coming. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they see them surrounding the city. And, and even the ones that were basically uh, opposing what Nehemiah was saying, or excuse me, Jeremiah mm -hmm. was saying, um, they said, would you go to God and ask him what we should do? And we'll, we'll, whatever he says, we'll do. And Jeremiah mm -hmm. says, no, 
you've never done anything that God has said. So I don't believe you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Please go to God. Please go to God. Okay. So he goes to God. Uh, and, and God comes back and says, Nebuchadnezzar's going to take over the city and burn it and destroy the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's what I'm telling you now. Um, I have plans. My plans for good still stand. Mm. Now, it's going to be different. Because you're not going to have your city, you're not going to have your uh, the way you worship, you're not going to have your land. You'll be in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. But my plans can give you that good in this new trouble. Even in the midst of it. Even right. in the midst of trouble. Um, and I can resolve it for you and give you what's called the covenant life. I still bless you to make you a blessing. And my simple instruction is this. Don't fight it. Lay down your arms. When he walks in the city, put your hands up, surrender, and I'll go back with him. If you do, you're going you're gonna to fulfill the plans that I have for you now that, now that this is happening. Mm. Um, it's your choice. Uh, and so most of them stayed and fought. Uh, mm. and, then, and Jeremiah goes back and tells them that, and they said, you know what? We don't think, we don't think that's it. We're, we're not doing it. We're staying and fighting. We're going to fight for our city. Isn't that a good thing? And God said, okay. Uh, And how often do we do something like that? We decide, you know, that whatever God is saying does not make sense to me. Therefore, I'm just going to do what does make sense. Yeah. Uh, In my mind. And so they all, and they got killed. And the only ones that experiencing the truth that I have plans for you of hope and a future were the ones that followed Mm -hmm. God's will. And so as we're looking at that as believers, um, I can't emphasize enough that because you're a believer, see, doesn't qualify you to say, well, then God is going to absolutely fulfill everything that he has said and give me the abundant life anyway. Um, he says, I have plans for you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all available to you. And there's no, there's no condition so that the least to the greatest, everybody has the right. same opportunity and there's not a restriction and there's not some that are lucky and there's not mm-hmm. some that, well, yeah, you get blessed, but I don't. Um, it's no. Uh, the condition is really simple. Uh, and this is out of Romans 8, 5 to 8. Um, mm-hmm. If you set your mind and your heart on the things of the flesh, and the word flesh there is uh, follow your own uh, decisions without any mm-hmm. consideration for what I have for you, God speaking. Right. Then he said, you put to death the spirit. You're at mm-hmm. enmity against me, and you cannot please me. Mm-hmm. He says, if you put your, your thoughts and heart to following me, I will fulfill it for you this abundant life, regardless of what's going on around you. See, that's what right. we need to really understand is because we look at our circumstances and say, man, it's not good. God said, I know. I can straighten all that out. I can mm-hmm. guide you through that. I can bless you in the middle of these adversities that you're experiencing. And we actually had a session on that a couple of weeks ago, uh, what that looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the essence of all this, uh, as we've uh, we spent our time talking about this, <laughs> uh, is, yeah, the world's chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, things are happening that are going to affect us. Uh, and the, the wonderful thing about that is that God said, none of that really stops me from being able to give you the thoughts and plans I have for you. But the condition 
even if you're my child, like it happened mm -hmm. with, with the Jews that were his children. You got to make a choice. Are you willing to follow me or not? And he said, all you got to do is be willing to be made willing. It's just, just have a heart right. to walk and I'll, I'll do it for you. I'll do the work for you and deliver what I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what the message is, what we're trying to say each week and each day is, uh, yeah, it's chaotic out there. But uh, God says, if you have a heart to follow me, I'll guide you. And it's a personal guidance out of the truth of Scripture and his instructions to you personally to show you how to maneuver and walk and, and go. And it's, it's mostly about what he's going to do, like he did with, right. with Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were faithful. They didn't fight it. Uh, they didn't try to change the system in Babylonia. But when it came down to trust, they trusted God and God delivered. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've had a great, <laughs> great day today. <laughs> it's uh, an interesting conversation. Thanks uh, for filling me in on everything with the Israel and the Palestinian background. That, yeah, yeah. That's fascinating because it's a lot to understand. And I think sometimes a lot of us feel a little behind the eight ball. On, on that one, you know, so much has transpired. And if we don't have the full background knowledge, we don't understand fully what's, what is at the root yeah. of it. And we're going to have what's called these uh, end time, uh, watching the end time signs. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and we'll walk through, uh, and this is using Daniel and, and uh, the New Testament and Revelation particularly about, well, what does God say mm -hmm. and already show us? And then what historically has happened and what are these tensions all about? Why should we be paying attention to Israel? The center mm -hmm. of the end times is Israel. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, it's not just, well, it doesn't matter. Hey, Jesus is coming back um, and I'll be raptured anyway. Um, and well, uh, as we get into this, I think we're going to have a challenge to that. That are you so mm -hmm. sure that God isn't asking you to pay some attention to that? Um, right. And so what, what, and all we'll do is get in the word. Uh, mm -hmm. and just let it and then I have a, I have a lot of history about this about what has happened why it's happened and where it where it lands um, and uh, what the and the cool thing about the Bible uh, and we can just take Daniel as an example he he got these visions of these these mm -hmm. different things that um, most of them have transpired and it's like yep he spoke it and wrote it and stated mm -hmm. it and then it happened later uh, right. And so the Bible is absolutely true, uh, and the fascinating way fascinating to watch it all unfold. Yeah, too, right. Yeah, and the key the key as we look at that is that a lot of people interject their own. Well, this is going to happen, and this is mm -hmm. what this means. Uh, and like like one of the things is about about the rapture uh, is people say, well, it's absolutely pre trib rapture. That's it. We believe it. That's it. It's done. Story. Well, see, the truth in Scripture is it's not that clear. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and we can't, we can't add to it. We just say, well, what does it say? Well, it's kind of says it could be pre-trib, could be mid-trib, could be post-trib. Mm -hmm. uh, and here's, and I, and I believe God purposely did that. So he said, don't, don't you latch on to something that I haven't said absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, so be willing to just say, what does it say? Right. Where is it at? Accept where it's at. And then I'll show you more later, but don't add to it by saying, well, I'm going to pick these verses and mm -hmm. I'm going to say, yeah, it's pre-trip. And God said, eh, it's not that, it's, you, can't, you can't do that. It's not that clear. And in fact, I feel like the mystery behind some of that 
is plays into the sweetness of his invitation to abide. Yes. Because if he told us everything, detail for detail, exactly what was going to happen, there would be no necessity to walk intimately with him. We would just take the map and go ourselves. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so um, as we end today, and that was uh, <laughs> it's interesting where God took us today. Uh, that was fun. Um, is I'd like to uh, put up here on the screen uh, that we'd love to hear your questions. We're actually going to deal with it with a question tomorrow. Uh, but send us your questions on the YouTube uh, comments uh, mm -hmm. uh, area or email us at questions uh, at afjministry.com. Questions at afjministry.com. Uh, and um, send us your questions. And uh, I'm sure as we go down the path here that, that we're, we're going to have all kinds mm -hmm. of questions. You know, what is that a lot about and what about? And does is Israel really valid? It doesn't really matter. Um, all of those questions. And again, our approach is going to be, let's go see what the word has to say. Absolutely. Uh, and it, it'll be fun. So uh, we encourage you to send your questions in. And uh, we've had a great time today. Uh, kind of sharing about what's going on in the world and then how it impacts, uh, you know, a little bit mm -hmm. of the history of the temple and the temple mount and why, right. the, why the tensions are there. And uh, it'll, it'll be quite fun to explore that further. So Kathy, have, have a great uh, uh, day and uh, we'll look forward to uh, tomorrow. Sounds good. And if you found today encouraging, informative, <laughs> um, be sure to be a friend and tell a friend. Pass on the link to the broadcast and um, let others know what we're talking about here. I think yeah. there's some sweet, sweet things. Yeah, we're going to get into some really fun stuff. Yeah. So I really appreciate it. Uh, okay, everybody. Hope you have a, uh, a great uh, uh, day and then uh, we will see you tomorrow. Sounds good. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.